Well, Bennett, it looks like uh, we had this big panel lined up and you're the only one that decided to show up. What in the world? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Uh, people just got stuff to do. It is the weekend, so. Um, but uh, I didn't have anything else I was doing remotely interesting, so. Uh, of course. You know, that's that, that, that seems to be the uh, crux of everything. But uh, this NBA season has been... Um, I think one of the best ones in modern history because of the fact that the last day we're recording this on Sunday, the last day of the uh, NBA regular season, um, you still have playoff spots. And I'm not talking about the last team to get in. I'm talking about playoff seeding, who's going to be the top of the conference and stuff like that. So um, before we get into what the bracket would look like right now, I want to let everyone know listening to this that yes, we are recording this as games are still going on. Um, if brackets are affected by this, by based on what we have the information as of 7.15 p.m. on Sunday, I will add it to the end of the episode. But this is the bracket as of right now. And since it's just me and me and you, Bennett, we will um, get started. You, which, which conference you want to start with first, the east or the west? Uh, uh, let's start with the, the listen, this is the West I have on my left side. Uh, so let's start with the West, why don't we? Okay, so here is the matchups as of 7.15 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, March the 16th. You have the 7-8 matchup in the play-in tournament, which is a new thing, despite the fact that LeBron hates it. LeBron loved it last year because, you know, he wasn't going to be in it. So... I find it comical that he's probably going to be in the uh, play-in tournament. It, it's, I always find it funny, in my opinion. But you have the 7-8 matchup. That will be the LA Lakers versus the Golden State Warriors. Oh, that, that is a Western Conference final, a best of seven, and you have one game. The winner of that matchup will take on the two-seed Phoenix Suns. The loser of that matchup will take on the winner of the Memphis-San Antonio game. That is the 9-10 matchup. That winner will take will earn the 8 seed and the dubious task of playing the Utah Jazz. In the other matchups, you have the Denver Nuggets as the 4 seed taking on 5 seed Dallas. And the 3 seed LA Clippers taking on the 6 seed Portland Trailblazers. So, Mr. Bennett... Give yes. me who is going to win each matchup in the first round. Let me know who who's, who the seven and eight seeds are going to be. And in how many games is that team going to win by? Okay, so first things first. Um, when I was, of course, looking through all of this stuff up, I've been writing it down over here on my notepad, you know. Um, I completely, I mean, I went to NBA.com to look and see what the official standings were. I completely whiffed on the fact that the loser of the 7 and 8 game gets to play again. They get to play the winner of the 9 and 10 game, um, right. which to me is really interesting because um, I actually don't think it will affect my um, my bracket too much okay. now that I've just thought about it and realized it. So first off, I'm going to start with the Utah Jazz and I actually have them playing the eight-seeded Memphis Grizzlies. So what I have happening is the Grizzlies beat the San Antonio Spurs. Main reasoning behind that being the Spurs really don't have that good of a team. You look at their team, their, their only notable player that's uh, at least superstar caliber, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Memphis just has more upside to them. Right. And they beat San Antonio and they end up facing the loser of the other play-in teams, which would be the Golden State Warriors. I have Curry and the Warriors going up against Memphis. And at this point in time, while Steph Curry is definitely the better point guard than John ja Morant, John ja Morant has a better team built around him currently. So I have John ja Morant knocking out Golden State and going up against Utah. Now I have Utah winning that series by um, uh, in five games. You got to think these teams are going to be very exhausted. So I think Memphis is going to come out of the gate very strong and win the first game over Utah. And then Utah is going to catch back up and knock them out in a sweep after mm -hmm. that. Okay. Uh, next up, the um, LA Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks. Now the Clippers, 
Now um, hold on. Now hold on. Um, are you so you're saying that the LA Clippers will have the um, four seed, or or that Denver will have? I think I think the uh, Clippers will have the fourth seed, and the uh, Mavericks will have the fifth seed, and that means the, um, the the Nuggets would have the third seed. Okay. That is from the NBA. That's from NBA.com. That's what it, it says there. So that's what I'm going on. Now, if it changes, it changes. But it, as it stands, uh, uh, Clippers have the fourth seed. All right. I have them going up against the Dallas Mavericks, the fifth seed. And I actually have the Mavericks knocking them out in seven games. I think it goes to seven. I think those two teams on, on paper are two very strong contenders for the final. Um, they are very well-rounded teams. Luka Doncic is obviously probably one of the best players in, in the NBA right now. And Kawhi Leonard, you know, he was one of the greatest. Uh, and now he's sort of dipped off a little bit. But I still think they can get it done. Um, so Dallas in seven. Uh, I really like Porzingis. Knicks fan, you know. I don't hate him. I know he had to leave. So um, it was best for business for him. So Dallas beat Clippers. Okay. Moving on, that means Denver has the third seed. <clears throat> and that's Jokic and the uh, Nuggets versus Lillard and the Trailblazers. I have the Trailblazers Ooh. at six. That, that's a good matchup. And I have Portland winning it in six games. Now, Jokic is MVP this season. He deserves it. He is a great three-point shooter, great player, big guy too. But every time the playoffs hit, doesn't matter what side I'm on, who I'm rooting for, the Trailblazers are always one of those teams where I'm like, come on, you got this. Get past that first round. Get into that yeah. second round. Damian Lillard deserves a ring more than anybody in the NBA. He is I the agree. most deserving player out of everyone. He is, I mean, truly, with a ring, he would probably be top, I'm not going to say top 10 because there's a lot of good, great point guards, but one yeah. of the top points uh, of all time. Uh, definitely a top point guard in, in Trailblazers history. I know there's some great names there too, but uh, I have Portland winning it in six. Now, will it happen? I think Jokic is probably going to put up a very strong fight, but around Jokic, you don't have as good of a, a, a culture, and Denver's just not that big of a market, and it just seems like Denver's going to get stuck in a rut and just not be able to get out of it. Right. And that, Finally, Phoenix versus the Lakers, uh, two versus seven, and I have Phoenix sweeping the Lakers, Ooh. sweeping them. I think LeBron gets swept. Now, I really like LeBron James. I think he's a great player. I think Anthony Davis is a great player, but they're going to be exhausted. I mean, full on exhausted. And the Lakers are not as good as they think they are. No. And I think it's going to prove that when they face a team like Phoenix that has Aiton, Booker, and Chris Paul, three, a three-headed monster on the court at all times. So I feel like the Lakers are just going to get stuck. They're not going to be able to get through. Okay. All right. So you're that, that I, I'm liking that, you know, first round. Um, I did my bracket, you know, kind of based off of the ESPN standings. I was kind of looked at what the uh, um, like tiebreakers were. So I have the Lakers defeating Golden State. I have um, in a shocker, I have um, the so the Lakers are going to be the seventh seed. I have San Antonio as the eighth seed. Really? Because the one thing I, I you know about San Antonio and you know about Greg Popovich is when it comes to playoffs, he's he he goes to another level on, from a coaching standpoint. And the fact that they missed the playoffs last year and they just watched Tim Duncan get inducted into the Hall of Fame. They have a little chip on their shoulder. I know Popovich does, and that's going to filter into that team, into that culture that, you know, they feel like they're getting disrespected again and again. Okay, you want to keep disrespecting us? The last time that happened was 2012-2013. What did Tim Duncan and company do? Win ring number five. Do I, I think San Antonio is going to win a ring? Absolutely not. But I can see them stringing together two games to get to eight seed. So, with that being said, uh, Utah versus San Antonio, sweep. I, I have Utah. Utah right now is just a class, in my opinion, of the conference right now. Them and Phoenix. Um, I don't know. I think the, the, the Joker is just... Uh, I mean, the Joker's on Utah or is on Denver? Jokic is on Denver. 
Okay, Terry. Okay, who's who's? Oh no, it's it's Rudy Gobert and um, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Now Donovan Mitchell's. I think his health is kind of in question. So we'll we'll see what happens. It, it won't affect the first round, but it might affect the later rounds. But I have Denver playing Dallas, and I have Denver winning uh, in five games. Uh, I think in that matchup, I agree with you. If they're playing the Clippers, Dallas can win. But if Denver's playing Dallas, I, I, I don't see um, – I see him getting a game, but I don't see him getting much more after that. Um, I agree with Portland. I, I like the Portland call. I have them beating the Clippers in seven games. And I have Phoenix beating the Lakers four games to one. So, uh, I, I think, you know, so far, you know, we, we have a good Western bracket. Let's, really let, but let's go over to the East now, shall we? Now, once again. One, one quick thing, one quick thing, one quick yes. thing. Yes. I would just. Um, I, I agree with the Spurs. I, I do. I, I really do think the Spurs can do something in the playoffs. But my problem is every time they said, hey, that team's terrible, they always had like Tim Duncan. DeMar right. DeRozan nowhere near Tim Duncan. And oh, it no, seems oh, like, I agree. And even Tim Duncan said this in his Hall of Fame speech, the 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 people, uh, the, the GMs, everyone, they got players, they made them contenders. Mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan has made them contenders this year, but that's the, they're only contenders. They're nowhere near pedigree of even Memphis, in my opinion. Um, In fact, I I projected San Antonio to not even be able to compete in the playoffs. Like, nowhere near there. But Popovich is arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. He's definitely one of the hardest working coaches of all time. So I do like the team. It's just I just don't see them. I I, I agree with your point. Um, Like, one of the best quotes I hear of, of Popovich talking about his career is, I was just lucky to have Tim Duncan fall in my lap in the second uh, in the in my second off season as a head coach. I mean, uh, yeah, you, you had David Robinson, then you had Tim Duncan, and then you they transitioned into um, the Parker Gino, uh, Ginobili Duncan era and stuff like that. So um, I, I think they can do things, but like I said, you know, I, I think there's going to be that burst of momentum because. Momentum can be crazy, especially in the NBA. So, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I, I I agree with your point about Memphis. I, I think Memphis, if Memphis was in the top six, I would definitely be having them in the conference semifinals. Uh, one other thing I will say, their their center is is their other big issue. Uh, Jakob Podol Portal Portal. Total, there we go. Just an issue. I just don't see them going late. You know, I just don't see them. They just don't have a good team. I don't know. know. We can move on to the East now. Uh, Yeah. Hey, hey, the one thing I've learned about the playoffs is anything can happen. So, stranger things have happened. Everyone thought the Lakers in 2003-04 was going to win the NBA title. It was going to be the coronation of Carl Malone's career of Steve Nash's career and they found out that they had to play team basketball and they ran into a team in Detroit which no one no one expected them so the playoffs anything can happen we'll see how bad our our guesses are before we get back to the podcast I want to let everyone know about my intro that is Sax, Rock, and Roll by Kevin McLeod. This song and other songs that are royalty-free are being able to be found on IncomTech.com. So, in the East, now the play-in tournament has has been finalized. The only thing that has not been finalized is the 2-3 seating. Um, I think Milwaukee has an outside shot of getting the 2 seed but we're going to go under the basis that Brooklyn has the two seed. So, the um, play-in tournament, the Boston Celtics will take on the Washington Wizards. That that winner will play the Brooklyn Nets, who we have as the two seed. The loser will face the winner of the Indiana Pacers and Charlotte Hornets, 
the Hornets have been on a downslide ever since uh, Lamelo uh, Ball got injured initially. Like they were, they were at one time looking like a top four team, and now they're number ten. They that team will face the winner. Will face the Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers. Uh, the New York Knicks, which is still weird to say, as a four seed will be taken on the Atlanta Hawks, which is uh, the five seed, and the Milwaukee Bucks as the three seed will take on the Miami Heat as the six seed. Bennett, what you got? All right, so um, I'm going to talk about playing tournaments real quick. Uh, I think that um, Charlotte's going to beat Indiana. Indiana has just been in mediocrity for years, and I feel like yeah. they just need some punch in the gut of, hey, you made it to the playoffs, but you're not ready yet. And that will make them decide, hey, it's free agency. We might want to look at bringing in some big talent. Um, and Chicago, sorry, Charlotte, goodness, Chicago in the playoffs this time of year, mm -mm, not going to happen. But uh, Charlotte, uh, I feel like LaMelo wants it. He just wants to prove, hey, if I'm going to win Rookie of the Year, I need to get a playoff win under my belt. And that will just solidify the fact that, hey, I've done more than the Rookie of the Year last year could, you know, uh, or something right. like that. Uh, I think that, um, let's see, Boston will beat Washington. I think Boston has a very strong team. Washington, at this point, I don't even know why they're here. Like, they, their team is just so ragtag. It's, 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 it's scary. They can be really good, or they could be god awful, and there's no in between. Um, oh, I, so Boston. Although, you're if you're Boston, do you really want to beat? Do you really want to go up to play? I went up just for a second. You're talking about that. There's no, there's no middle ground. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. There's no middle ground with the Washington Wizards. Um, even if um, Westbrook has a triple double, that doesn't mean everyone else is scoring good so i mean i i agree with your point on that but go ahead well and then that's the same thing with the um with the warriors if you know curry was putting up 50 points and they were still losing because no one else was hitting their shots so uh i although i don't know if you're boston if you really want to go play brooklyn or if you want to play philadelphia it's, it's it is a double-edged sword you, you play philadelphia well you have to put up with Embiid. you play brooklyn you have to put up with a god squad so um uh, but I do have Boston ending up playing Brooklyn. And then I have Washington beating Charlotte. Hey, Charlotte almost got to play, you know, the promised land, almost got the eighth spot, but um, they're just not ready. I think next year is their time to step mm -hmm. into that role. Uh, Lamelo gets maybe one more piece at center or power forward, some big guy um, that's, you know, big, not just lanky, um, that can that can block. And then, boom, they'll be right there. They'll be in it with the best. So... Washington will play Philadelphia. All right. So I have Philadelphia uh, sweeping Washington right off the bat. I don't think Westbrook. Westbrook's not. A, he's not as big of a choke choker as as Harden is in the playoffs. But Westbrook has definitely choked away some great moments in the playoffs. Um, yes. Philadelphia has uh, one of the greatest, like most solid teams in the NBA. There's very few players where I would go well. Someone else would be better there because Ben Simmons at point guard, he doesn't even need to play point guard. They could put him at small forward and it'd be completely normal. But right. putting him at point guard is just a statement to the fact that, hey, this guy's big. He's going to dunk on you. He can't shoot threes, but he's just going to dunk on you. He's going to get inside. Uh, my boy, oh, I have Philadelphia sweeping him. Um, New York versus Atlanta. <sighs> I feel like Stephen A. Smith here. He's a huge Knicks fan, and I love them. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I feel like I picked them when I was picking teams back way before I knew anything about sports. Uh, just so that way, when they got good, I could say, hey, guess what? We're good now. Um, <laughs> and finally, you know, looking into basketball, reading about it, watching it, the, the Knicks are just, they, they make me so happy because their team is just so odd. Derrick Rose is a great, he's playing backup point guard. RJ Barrett's at small forward, Reggie Bullock at shooting guard. None of it makes sense. No. But it all makes and you got Tom Thibodeau, who's actually yes. changing half his kind of his coaching style a little bit, which no one thought would ever happen. 
Yes. And then you bring in someone like Obi Toppin, and everyone's like, yeah, he's a great player, but you have Julius Randle there. And they're like, well, watch this. Obi Toppin's not going to play nearly as much as everyone thought he would. Yeah. Randle's going to play the majority of the game. He's going to put up buckets, and Obi Toppin's going to come in during cleanup time. Obi Toppin is a, was a weird draft pick at eight, but he's worked out so well. And he's right. just growing. I agree. Um, their only problem is their center position is not that amazing. They don't have, like, an Embiid, a Jokic. They don't have even someone like Hassan Whiteside. They don't have someone like that, a notable name. They have Mitchell Robinson or Taj Gibson, When, which you look at Taj Gibson, six foot ten, or there's there's small forwards taller than him, and he's playing center. It's just odd, but they're a great team. The problem is they're going up against Atlanta. Now I have New York winning in seven games. Trey Young, I said it on I said it on Sports Uncaged. I'll say it again. Trey Young is the player of the future. You can talk yes. about Luka Doncic. I think Trey Young is going to be the next big thing after Steph Curry sort of become a, a veteran. Trey Young is going to be that new point guard. So that's my opinion on him. But New York in seven. All right. Uh, Milwaukee versus Miami. I'll get through these quickly because I hate Miami and Milwaukee. I don't. I don't like Giannis. I think he's a great player. Just don't like him personally. His play style is just awkward. Uh, but Milwaukee in five. The the Heat just don't seem to have as much hype as they did last year. And then Brooklyn versus Boston. Brooklyn in seven. I think Boston's going to give them a run for their money. Oh, I like that. You got Tatum and you got Brown and you got a bunch of other you know pretty darn good players at, at, on your team versus a super team. You're yeah. not going to go down. And uh, if the Celtics can get a game on, on Kyrie Irving, they're going to be looking at him like, where were you? Where were you? You promised us you weren't there. So only good things. But Brooklyn in seven, I think they get the last laugh. All right. I'm, I'm liking that. So let's see. Um, I have, let me hold this up real quick. All right. So I have Austin become, going, going to the seventh slot. I have Charlotte meeting Indiana. I have them barely, you know, I'm not predicting scores here, but I have them barely eking out a win against Washington because I think the end of the season has a taste, has a bad taste in their mouth. And you know Michael Jordan's going to be in that locker room going, okay, y'all do something now. Y'all y'all win some games in the postseason, then we can start building for the future. So I, I, I have them as the, winning the eighth seed. Their reward, getting swept by Philadelphia. Because, <laughs> I mean, you have Doc... When, when you have um, Joel Embiid, and his, his major criticism has been he would take plays off. He would, like, okay, or you know, he would take games off in a way. Oh, well, I, I'm playing the team that's only won 12 games, so, you know, I don't have to go as hard. And they end up losing by, like, 15. So, you know, he, he'll get up for the big games, but he won't get up for the other games. Doc Rivers has said, wait, hold on, you know, those other games – get you to the big game and it, it, he has really uh, lit a fire under Joel Embiid he's lit a fire under Ben Simmons and it has just been wonderful to watch um, New York and Atlanta um, I have New York winning which is weird to say in a playoff context with pe- uh, with the team that doesn't have Patrick Ewing but they do you know you know they don't but Julius Randle has been awesome no one saw it coming um, I, I know I didn't. Uh, Trey Young is, but the star of the series is going to be Trey Young. Trey Young is going to ball his ass off. It's not going to, you know, it, they're going to win two games, but I have New York in six. Milwaukee, you know, to your point about Miami, they're not the same team. Honestly, um, I was listening to CBS Sports Radio. I can't remember which show it was, but they're literally looking. No, it was uh, Tiki and Tierney. Um, they have hit like last year was an aberration because of the bubble situation. They got hot at the right time in the bubble, made it to the finals. So, um, Milwaukee, 
is good and their coach is on the hot seat, if they don't make the conference finals, he's fired, basically. And if you think about it, I think that's what needs to happen because he's been there for several years now with Giannis and they haven't got anywhere. So I think a change in direction is needed in Milwaukee. You're not going to get rid of Giannis. You just got Drew Holiday. You're not going to get rid of him. So get a veteran coach that um, maybe someone from the Doc Rivers tree that can help him bring his game to the the next level. Um, Brooklyn, I I have them sweeping Boston. I wanted them to go to a seven-game series, but something tells me that you have all, all... the, the, the stars will align in that series that they will show their full dominance. It's going to come back to bite them in the ass, but I think in that first round series, they will um, basically dominate Boston. So, uh, before we go on into the conference semifinals, I want to ask you this one question. Is the play-in tournament a good idea or a bad idea? I think it's it's honestly a good idea. Why? Because it gives us extra basketball, and it's not like we wouldn't be getting it anyway, you know? It gives people, uh, fans, a chance to just, okay, well, we've got one game. They finally understand, you know, if you're just a basketball fan, you finally understand how football fans feel every week. <laughs> or, or, or college we've basketball fans. Like, imagine if football games were, were seven games, and then you go on. You know Ooh. how confusing and bad that would be and how many more injuries? Again, a lot more players in, in football than there are in, in, are in basketball. But still, right. um, you know, it, it takes the fun away in like game five where it's tied up or, you know, no one's going to win off of this one game. You know, yeah. if you're tied, no one's no one cares. No, yeah. Everyone cares when it gets to gap down to game five, game six, game seven, where there's a team up. Um, yeah. So I feel like it's just going to be no one's gonna start paying attention until then. So if you get them early, you know your team gets a chance. And yeah. uh, some of these squads can just—they can surprise everyone. Um, I agree. Uh, I, I think my my thing is, it, it's it's great for the NBA, and here's the reason why. If you look historically with the NBA, within the last month of the season, in a normal pre-COVID season the top five six slots are secure are already secure so the majority of the league is going hey if i lose every game from now to the end of the season we get the number one pick let's let's screw it let's just lose every game so you you say you're a knicks fan you buy a ticket to play you know knicks are playing the lakers the Knicks are, elim- are eliminated from playoff contention. The Lakers have already clinched the number one seed. Um, okay, so, man, I'm going to go see LeBron and AD for the first time. They're set out. Load management. So now, the ticket you wanted to buy is now a wasted ticket because you're not seeing your players. And uh, did you see uh, Vanessa Bryant's um, Hall of Fame speech? Yeah, she, first of all, powerful. Second of all, I love what she said. If, if it wasn't you know, his first memory of going to a basketball game was being in the 300 sections watching Michael Jordan and how privileged he was. So Kobe had the mindset of, you know, yeah, you know, I want all these big players, you know, big celebrities around me, but it's it's the people in the 300 section who are really the people I need to look out for. So, um, yes, it, it is, and I think it's going to become a permanent fixture because now I think all 30 teams played on the last day and so that means there was 15 games. Only five of them didn't have anything on the line. Yeah. In, in normal seasons, those would be the only games that have something on the line. So. Um, I think what we're going to do now is we're going to go through the conference semifinals. And uh, so we'll stay in the East. We'll, we'll snake it. We'll, we'll do snake. 
So you have Philadelphia versus New York and Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. Who goes to the uh, Who goes to the conference finals? When I originally wrote this down, I was, of course, New York's winning it all. But I've realized, <laughs> I've realized after Georgia Tech, nothing ever works out the way I want it to work out in in basketball. Uh, so with a heavy heart, I have Philadelphia beating the New York Knicks in seven games. In seven games, I'm sorry, they're going seven. Randall, I have a feeling Randall's not going to let them go. New Philadelphia has a superior team than the Knicks do right now, mm-hmm. but the Knicks have heart, and I don't believe Philadelphia will have as much heart as the Knicks do. They want it more. Philadelphia hasn't been there before. You know, they haven't won. You know, the, this this is the culmination of the process finally yes. working, and a starved franchise that really wants to just win one time. All they yeah. want is one time. Next year. Next year, get a good point guard, y'all are golden. Or get a good small forward, even. Yeah. You don't have to put... You, know, I was, uh, you don't have to put R.J. Barrett at small forward every time, but that's beside the point. Milwaukee versus Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn wins in six. I think, of course, the coach for Milwaukee gets fired. And it's honestly partially his fault, and it's partially the people who are bringing in talent. Um, they have a great shooting guard, a great power forward, and Brooke Lopez is a great center. And Chris Middleton's there too with small forward. They have four great players, but their point guard, their point guard is the biggest issue. Yeah. Who's going to step into that role? They don't have someone, they can get a veteran point guard who's not fallen off yet. You know, because point guards have a very low shelf life um, outside of that. If they can just bring in one great point guard, in free agency, if they can just outbid for Paul George, outbid for Westbrook, something like that. Number one, they'll be called a super team because, I mean, Holiday is a great. He's like an. He he's been in the All Stars, right? Uh, believe I think he made it at least once. If yes. Not he should be, personally. Middleton has, Giannis has, Lopez has. So you get yourself basically a god squad there too. So um, they're basically one player away from that. So I have Brooklyn winning uh, against Milwaukee in six. All right. Um, I have in mind Philadelphia. Actually, I think we had the same uh, East: uh, Philadelphia, New York, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn. I have Philadelphia winning in five. Um, I believe is is kind of your argument with like Charlotte or like um, Golden State. Like you know, next year will be their year. I, I think next year, you know, you know, they overachieved. New York overachieved. Yes, it was a shortened season. Yes, the schedule kind of worked its way in their favor, which is good things. But um, I think they will be exposed by New York, uh, by Philadelphia. Philadelphia is just too good. Joel Embiid, like I said, Ben Simmons are just on another level. Um, Brooklyn, I have um, winning in six. And like I said, uh, the big three, big four, big whatever number they have right now. Um, they're going. They're starting because they never really formed that chemistry on the court, especially with the late addition of James Harden and then injuries. So they're fine. They're start. Do what? Don't forget about Blake Griffin. Oh, he was the latest addition. And <laughs> he had he had a dunk in his first game there. That's about it. I haven't heard anything much of so. When, when, yeah, but you're to your point, Blake Griffin is uh, a, a quiet addition, if you want to say that. You know, I have I have thoughts on the buyout market, and, and, and you know, I could do a podcast episode about that, but that might be an episode for another time. Um, so in the Western Conference, you have Utah playing Dallas and Portland playing Phoenix. Who goes to the Western Conference Finals? I feel like this is going to be basically the same as your two picks, uh, but just different teams they're having to play. I think okay. Utah's Dallas in five. Um, Dallas is a great team. I, I understand, you know, you don't have them going to the next round. But again, if they were playing Denver, I would a thousand percent agree with you. Jokic is better than Porzingis, and if they're one-on-one, yes. Jokic. Uh, but against the Lake, the Clippers, Clippers are going down. Um, so Dallas loses to Utah. 
And honestly, this this is going to be where where everyone's going to say, okay, Dallas isn't as good as we thought they were. They're not ready yet. Um, right. And it's it's like they need one more year. It's like, what are they doing wrong? Why yep. do they, why are uh, and they're going to start evaluating their players finally because they should have been doing that to begin with. Um, Porzingis should never be playing center. He should be at that power forward, but they don't have a good center, so yeah. they needed someone there. They, so. they, they 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 might reevaluate the coaching scenario if if that does happen. If I were Mark Cuban, I would be reevaluating everything uh, when they lose, and not right. if. Next up, Portland versus Phoenix. Listen again, I love Portland. Every time they go into the playoffs, I have really high hopes for them. But I just think Phoenix is just going to uh, have Phoenix. Ooh, I didn't write down how many. I have Phoenix in, in five as well. I think Portland's going to put two games up on them. Um, wait. 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 So no, you sorry. Have... Sorry. Let's go. Um, yeah, no. Phoenix beating Portland in five. That would be. Okay. That means. Yeah. So don't. So don't. So don't. No, beat them in one time. Sorry. Six. There we go. That makes more sense to me. Six. Sorry. Phoenix and six. I think Portland's going to put two games up on them, but I think Phoenix will come out victorious in the end. I think Chris Paul is one of the most underrated people in the NBA in history. And I agree. Um, if, people, if, people can, if people disagree with that, I'm going to go, well, what has Chris Paul not already done? He was on the Clippers with Blake Griffin, where he wasn't even the best player. He was on the, the um, Thunder, where he was basically trying to help this this distraught terrible franchise i mean he's been everywhere houston yep. even um so and he's never gotten as much respect as he's getting in phoenix right now that's because he's a good mentor for booker um yes so i agree so uh I, I will say your point about uh phoenix and the reason why i, I have them uh in advancing so far is everyone still remembers even though they didn't make the playoffs, they went undefeated in the bubble. They were the only team to leave the Orlando bubble saying, you know what, we didn't lose. Now, granted, we didn't make the playoffs, but we didn't lose. We took care of our business. Unfortunately, we dug ourselves such a big hole prior to the, um, uh, the postponement of the season because of the pandemic. So, and then you add Chris Paul to that. So, I have I have Utah beating Denver. I had that going seven. That is going to be a knockdown, drag out, um, hoss fight. Um, like Utah is going to get the last laugh um, at home. So, but Denver is going to come out of that thinking, you know what? I think we may be on the right path. We just need that one player to put us over the top um if it were denver if it were denver and you know if it were denver playing again denver beat dallas goes on i would a thousand percent say to seven with that too yeah because because they are almost mirror images of each other it's just basically utah has that one extra gear that denver doesn't have yet yet uh, Phoenix, I have them beating Portland in six, um, but I will ma- I will make this prediction. Game time will happen once in this postseason. He will hit a what the hell shot to win a game. It may be in the first round, it may be in the second round. He's going to hit one of them where you go. That's it. Really? Greatest point guard in the NBA right now. You know, that's what every every time he's hit one of those, I'm like, well. There's no one better. There's no one better than Dame. Right. But, right, uh, right, right, now, right now, the best players in the NBA that do not have a ring, I believe, are Chris Paul and um, Damian Lillard. Yeah. And it's going to be both of them one-on-one. The whole Ooh. the whole series. That's yes. Just, I, uh, a tear will form in my eye when I see that. <laughs> because, you know, one of them has to lose. That's that, that's, that's Dame, what I love about Dame this. time. Here's an even crazier one. I'm going to say Dame time over Chris Paul. Last second shot. Ooh, I like that. I, I like I, I, I like that. I like that. That would be. I want a poster. If that happens, I want a poster in my room of Dame hitting that. But you know what will end up happening? The very next game, Paul will give it back to him. I, I yeah. 
uh, two of the most under, well, I guess Dame's not underrated. Two of the most deserving players in the NBA right there. Yes, I agree. Um, before we go on to the conference finals, um, give me one team out of the eight that were eliminated in the first round who you think could surprise, who could make a surprising run. I'm going to give you one from the East, one from the West, just because okay. one of them is not really a surprise. I think Denver, because I eliminated them. I right. think Denver would make that run. I do think that. Um, so it's not really a surprise. It's just uh, on the other side, I actually think Atlanta. If Atlanta played their cards right, if they can somehow beat the Knicks, the skies, they have Clint Capella, they have Trey Young, two great young upcoming players. Sky's the limit for those two. And we could see Trey just go off and just no yeah. stopping him. Um, so uh, it doesn't happen very often, but I just feel like if, if Atlanta clicks in the playoffs, there's no stopping Atlanta over I, anybody. I, I agree. I Honestly, that that's that's who I thought was going to, you know, if there's teams that I eliminated would actually, I think that's the reason why I put that series to six. If Atlanta gets like literally lights out on the same page, same reading the same sentence. You know, they could they could make a surprise run to the uh, NBA, uh, at least the Eastern Conference Finals. And I know you had the Clippers in the second round. I think they could pop. I had a little eliminated in the first round. I think they could possibly make the run. Um, yeah, I had too. Yeah. So, oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, they lost to Dallas in seven. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right, so I, I think the Clippers could could make a run, but I would if I had if I was a betting man, I would put my money more on Atlanta than I would the Clippers to make a yeah. run. All right, so with the Eastern Conference finals you have the utah jazz in the phoenix suns utah has not utah has not been in the nba finals since 1998 the last time the phoenix suns were in the nba finals michael jordan was dominating and charles barkley was still in the league you were not born let so who ends their drought their nba finals appearance draft phoenix six over utah um now i will say this utah more well-rounded they have been a a deal a package longer but i think chris paul's tired of it and so chris paul booker and ayton ayton and booker you know are two people who are just about to hit their prime they're still, well, you know, they, they haven't been in the league that long. You know, give them a chance. Yeah. This upcoming, if they do well in the playoffs this year, the next year they're going to be star-studded stars. They're just going to be yes, stars. Yes, I agree. Um, you know, they will have hit their stride. So Chris Paul being that mentor, six games, knock out the Jazz. Um, and that's going to be such a great matchup. As long as there's no injuries, great matchup. Right. Now, of course, injuries can, you know, throw everyone's bracket off the off off kilter. Um, in your Eastern Conference Finals, you have uh, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. The last time Philadelphia was in the NBA Finals, Allen Iverson was complaining about practice. And the last time the New, uh, New Jersey slash Brooklyn Nets were in the NBA Finals, Jason Kidd was their point guard. And both teams lost to the LA Lakers in their era of dominance. So, uh, who, as the New Day would say, who will end their NBA Finals draft? I'm going to go Philadelphia in five. Oh. Five. In five. Now, this this finals match, this, this conference matchup, will probably end up going to seven, but I feel like Philadelphia is just going to, hey, you have a super team? Well, we've got Embiid and Simmons and Harris. Where are you going to stop? How are you, you going to stop us? We're going to run around y'all. We're going to make y'all go crazy. Nope, we have someone entering the chat. Yes, we have Matt. He, come, he comes in at just but the right I think, time. 
I think Philadelphia is going to beat Brooklyn. In Philadelphia and Philadelphia in five. Okay. All right. While uh, Matt continues to get connected, um, I have. Oh, actually, that's your bracket. Duh. My bracket. I have Utah beating Phoenix in six. Um, I believe this uh, next year will be their um, uh, Phoenix's time to shine. I think this will give them um, the ability to, you know, okay, we got this far. Let's take that next step next year. So I have Utah winning in six. Uh, Philadelphia and Brooklyn, I have that going seven. But I have Philadelphia winning. Uh, again, I said it. It can go to seven. Um, yes. I'd be fine with that. But I just feel like, like Philadelphia is just going to come off hot. They're just not going to stop. Well, I agree. Um, now, uh, I think before we pick our NBA Finals champions, as Matt stares um, into the vast wilderness that is whatever he's doing, <laughs> um, of the teams that didn't make the playoffs, who makes it next year? I gotta say it because they're a team I've watched and 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 um, covered so much over this um, over the course of this past semester at Coastal, and uh, um, and that that's the Pelicans. The Pelicans are gonna make it next year. Uh, they are truly Zion Williamson is is still a rookie in my eyes. You know, second year player. Um, he's getting all of these. You know, he's getting into stardom finally, and I feel like it. It's sort of just hit a wall. He's hit a wall this 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 season. Um, he couldn't do everything he thought he could. And right. with uh, Stephen Adams, he's amazing. He's my favorite player in the NBA right now. Stephen Adams. Got got to love Stephen Adams. You you just wanted to say Stephen Adams. But they also have Lonzo Ball if he doesn't leave the free agency, and uh, Brandon Ingram, um, right. or if they don't either. Uh, and Eric Bledsoe. They have like really good players on paper. It's just the production wasn't there. And I think they give their coach one more season to turn things around because they brought him in. Hey, you know, you're going to be coaching Zion. That's a pretty heavy task, but it's almost like they are trying to be the, the Milwaukee Bucks. You have a great, great four, but they need that fifth guy to elevate them into stardom and into being a competitor. And um, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, I think my team that missed the playoffs that would make it next year. Um, and I, I think they missed the playoffs by no fault of their own. They were a victim of circumstance, and that's the Toronto Raptors. They didn't have that true home fan base because they had to play their games in Tampa Bay. And we all know uh, the, the only reason they play basketball in Florida is when they can't play football. The problem is you can always play football in Florida. So uh, they just... You know, I think when they get back, uh, the border opens up and they're able to be in front of their fans again. I think they'll, they'll have a uh, extra pep in their step and um, they will definitely make the playoffs next year. But I just didn't see the talent from, from past years in the Raptors this year. You couldn't yeah. see it. Uh, Lowry's still great. Van Vliet was good. But Pascal Siakam was awful this year. He was yeah. nowhere near Pascal Siakam. It's almost like he needs a... Uh, a good small forward to help elevate his game. Right. I, I agree with that, but I think it's, you know, people, you know, that home crowd really does give you that edge. And the one thing that Toronto Raptors the last few years is they have been, they have had that hot crowd and they weren't able to feed off of it. And that's when those problems with your lineup really start. Like you, you can see it, but you still win the game and the crowd's loving it. But when the crowd isn't there, that's when those problems get exposed even more. So, and I do um, think if, if Demar Derozan were to hit free agency, I think he should just go right back to the Raptors because they are I, legit one player away from being contenders in the, in the NBA. So I agree. If Derozan leave San Antonio, go right back to the Raptors, rejoin Lowry. All right, uh, Philadelphia versus Utah. Utah has never won an NBA title, to my knowledge. Philadelphia has not won it in my lifetime. Who wins? 
the NBA title. This is yours. No, yours. No, I oh. have Phoenix. Wait. Oh yeah, you. I oh, had Phoenix. Sh- you 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 did have Phoenix for some strange reason. It. it I, I'll, I'll I'll fix the formula. So you have okay. Philadelphia and Phoenix. Phoenix has not won an NBA title either. Yes. So Phoenix versus Philadelphia. Yes. I have Phoenix beating Philadelphia in uh, seven games. I have it going straight down to the wire. But um, Chris Paul, Booker, and Aiton, um, they they are just special. And you can't uh, – they, they're going to prove themselves. Chris Paul is, is going to prove himself. The process, they are they should be happy they made it to the finals. They should be. I agree. I agree. But come on, just one more, you know, year. Doc Rivers is gonna be, you know, mad that he didn't win, but they can't they can't be unhappy with making it at least. I I agree with you. Um I have Utah beating Philadelphia in seven games. Uh, for, for, for basically the same reason. Um, the process finally worked. It got them beyond, it got them into the conference finals. It got them into the NBA finals. This is going to drive them to be better next year. And I think next year they will definitely uh, be in the conversation to win the uh, NBA title. But I have Utah winning it. And the first, the first people to congratulate the Utah Jazz when they win, uh, because they'll actually win it in Philadelphia. But the first two players to congratulate uh, that team, Carl Malone and John Stockton, will be there to see Utah finally get a title. And the pressure will be off of them. Like, well, hey, now we can just be retired legends who are Hall of Famers. Now we don't have to be the, oh, we almost beat Michael Jordan. That, that monkey will be off Utah's back. I think that will give the franchise something to build on. And, um, you know, um, it's different for for Phoenix. Because Phoenix, I mean, Charles Barkley is going to be there like, hey, they did it. They finally won. But the difference will be if they have to play Brooklyn. They have to yeah. play Brooklyn. Steve Nash is going to be having to coach against his former team in the finals. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have to look at that team as they're putting up points over him, and he's going to have to go, why? Why did I come to Brooklyn when I could have just <laughs> gone to, uh, to Phoenix and, and, and been a part of this? Yeah. You know? Because he'll be one of the first people to congratulate the uh, the Suns just on the other team. So uh, um, I think I think someone from the West is going to win the finals this year. Whether yeah. it be Utah or Phoenix, I think both those teams are stronger. Um, and I mean, Philadelphia's going to get beat up after Brooklyn anyway. Like Brooklyn's going to beat them up. Um, so whoever comes out of the East is going to be a, a hard-fought victory-winning team. I, I wholeheartedly agree. It, it's going to be, I think, the best NBA Finals stats. You know, actually, the best NBA playoffs we've had in a while. So, yes. Um, I think with that being said, we will take a quick break, and when we come back we'll talk about the nhl let's we'll we'll, we'll wait for someone else to uh hopefully uh chime in as well so we will be right back 